Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Maxime Bernier is my guest. Thank you very much for the time, Maxime. Uh, I want to start with a, maybe you might think a silly question, but just to see, I don't want to ask you questions of eight, ten years ago. It's a brand new party. But if you could write the fairy tale and uh, with no limits in the near future, how does this play out for you and your party? So if you could write, you're, you're the writer, director, producer, and actor of your own show. How are you going to, how are you going to write it? Well, first of all, you know, uh, I'm very, um, you know, very happy that I decided 12 years ago to uh, go in politics. Actually, uh, as you know, I was working the private sector. I was working the financial sector in Montreal. And uh, in 2006, I, I had a, um, uh, couple of meetings with Stephen Harper at that time. He was the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada and the leader of the opposition. So uh, he convinced me to run and I decided to run to fight for what I believed. Uh, individual freedom, personal responsibility, respect and, uh, you know, more free markets in this country. I was successful to do a deregulation in telecom industry in uh, 2006, 2007. Uh, more competition, the price went, went down for the telecom industry uh, so that was a very successful reform. And I tried to influence uh, the cabinet on other uh, free market reforms, but I uh, was not so successful. And as you know, uh, I did uh, run for the Conservative Party of Canada leadership in uh, two years ago. I uh, didn't win with 49% of the votes, but I'm very happy uh, about my decision to um, uh, leave the Conservative Party of Canada last August because uh, I tried to uh, to push the free market ideas with the new leader, Andrew Scheer, and he said publicly last August that uh, Maxim uh, is speaking for himself, uh, he does not represent the party, and he told me that the party won't take any of my bold ideas and bold reform for a freer and a more prosperous country. So at that time, I, I had to uh, take a decision, and I decided to uh, stay in politics and to fight for what I believe, and uh, I think it was the, the best decision. And um, I'm, uh, right now, as you know, we created the People's Party of Canada, and after a month, we um, had 30,000 funding members. Uh, now we have more than 36,000 members. Uh, we are able to raise money. People are giving to our party because we are a principal alternative, and uh, we are doing politics based on principles we don't won't do any and we don't do any compromise with our principles and this party is uh, funded on four principles individual freedom personal responsibility respect and fairness and uh, i think i'm the happiest uh, guy right now i'm doing what i like uh, no compromise and speaking about uh, uh, free market ideas and uh, and a smarter government in ottawa a government that will respect the constitution and respect the taxpayers so it was the best decision and i'm very happy and now what we are doing we uh, are in the process to approve our writing association because yes we have a lot of members uh, but we need to have writing association in every writing and uh, we are doing that uh, we are in the process to approve all our writing association and send that to election canada so that will be done in the next couple of days and um, and the goal after that is to have candidates in every writing uh, before 
the end of May, beginning of June. But that's going very well. We are creating a new party. I think we are making history, uh, creating a party in a couple of months. It's something, as you may remember, the Reform Party took them six years to be a, a full party, but they didn't have any candidates in Quebec. They were a regional party, and we are a national party. Our members, it's all across the country. So uh, I like what I'm doing, and I'm very pleased. And uh, what will be the future from now? Uh, I hope that will be able to make a difference at the next election, and I think we will. Uh, people are fed up with traditional politicians, and I think they want to change. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's good to have the right ideas, but it's better to have the right ideas at the right time. And I think the timing is very good from, for us. Uh, the liberals and the conservatives are all the same on a lot of files, and they don't want to speak about equalization. They don't want to... Uh, they, they are... They try to buy votes with people's money. We don't do that. They don't want to speak about uh, using the Constitution to have a pipelines in the pipelines in this country. Uh, they don't want to speak about immigration and fewer immigrants. Uh, they have the same policies on these uh, important files. So for us, um, we'll, uh, we'll make a, a big difference in a couple of months from now at the next general election. So I'm, I'm very happy and I'm working hard, hard to be sure that uh, uh, our party will, uh, will be ready for the, the next election, the next general election. I appreciate your, your thoughts on that. So what do you consider the best case scenario to be for you this time around in this election? Well, we're, I really don't know. It's, it, it, it's a great question. Uh, you know, I hope I'll be prime minister. I hope I'll be uh, the leader of the opposition. I don't know what will happen, but what I can tell you, uh, I'm looking at what happened in other countries, like in France, and as you know, uh, Macron was in France, was a socialist uh, 11 months before the presidential election. And uh, he decided to quit his party and created a new party. And 11 months later is now the president of France. So everything can happen um, and we'll see. But the most important, we are able to raise the money and we have, we will have money to do an efficient campaign uh, in a couple of months from now. Uh, I don't know what can happen but uh, will be an important player. Uh, as you may know, at uh, Bernabé South, we uh, we had 11% of the vote with our candidate, uh, Laura Lynn Thompson, um, and 11% after five months. I spoke with Elizabeth May, and Elizabeth May told me that, uh, you know, the Green Party uh, was founded 35 years ago, and they have only 19,000 members, and we have 36,000 members after five months. The Green Party, it took to the Green Party 15 years after the creation of the party to have one candidate that uh, was able to have more than 10% of the votes. So it took us five months to have one candidate for the People's Party uh, that had uh, more than 10% of the votes. So, you know, um, with, with the social media and, 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 uh, and our message based on principle, I think a lot of things can happen. We can, uh, we can have the balance of power if it's a minority government. I don't know what can happen. But uh, I'll tell you that we'll have great candidates uh, uh, all across the country, uh, like we had in the by-election. We had Loretta Thompson and also Robert Gertz, a prominent lawyer from Toronto. Uh, James Seal was with us also in Utrecht. 
Uh, it, it is a tough writing for us in Utwamo. We only had 2% of the vote, but it is a socialist writing. But uh, James, uh, former uh, um, uh, soldier, he worked uh, for the Canadian forces for 30 years, and after that he did his MBA. So we are able to attract good people, and uh, we'll have uh, candidates, and we'll have people uh, that will uh, fight for our ideas. And I'm, I'm very uh, optimistic for the future. I appreciate your thoughts on the Elizabeth May party. What are your thoughts on electoral reform? I mean, uh, Trudeau was elected by saying a number of things that haven't come true. Uh, a lot of virtue signaling, I think, out of his camp to get elected. And this seems to be the way of politics. You promise one thing, you get in, you turn your back on your voters. And he promised this would be the last election under the first-past-the-post system. What's your take on electoral reform, and do we need a, some sort of proportional representation? Yeah, first of all, I think you're right. That's why people are fed up with politicians that are saying something a day and the opposite the other day. And, and like, uh, like Trudeau on his uh, promise on, on the electoral reform. For us, we have a strong platform based on economy and uh, based on our principles. Uh, we want to, as I said, have a freer country, more prosperous country, uh, a government at the federal level that will respect the constitution. That being said, we have a lot of uh, uh, bold reform that need to be done, uh, but I don't have anything, and we don't want to, um, uh, ha we won't have any uh, anything on the electoral reform. Uh, you know, this country is a, it is a parliamentary system, uh, it is a good system, there's no uh, best uh, democratic system, uh, every system uh, uh, have their uh, pro and cons, but uh, I don't want to... Um, to open that file, I will, we will be too busy as the People's Party uh, government to do our board reform, abolishing the CRTC in telecom, uh, privatization of Canada Post, um, uh, cutting the budget of the CBC, transforming the CBC. Uh, we have a lot of reform that need to be done, and we'll, uh, we'll do that. But on our platform, we won't have anything on electoral reform. I think it is not the big challenge that we have as a country right now. So uh, let's uh, tackle the deficit, tackle the uh, uh, income tax system, uh, flat tax on business, no more corporate welfare. Uh, we can save $5 billion there. So all these reforms uh, can be done, and that will have an important impact on the on Canadians. So that's why we don't have anything on the electoral reform. Actually, uh, I know that uh, if you change the system, that can help uh, new parties uh, like us. But, you know, uh, I like that system, and we'll fight inside that system. And I'm sure that we'll be able to have a lot of uh, members of parliament from our party uh, at, uh, at the end of the next election. I appreciate your take on that. Uh, is that similar to your take on abortion that, and gender issues, that you, you don't really have time to bring that kind of stuff up? You just want to get elected? <laughs> issues are more provincial uh, issues and, and not at the federal level, uh, but about abortion, it's under the jurisdiction of the federal government. Uh, what I'm saying, I'm very different than Andrew Scheer and, and, and Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau on abortion is very, he said, the Liberal, part, the Liberal Party of Canada, it's a party that is pro-choice, pro and he doesn't want any candidate that will be pro-life. So, uh, and Andrew Scheer said that, you know, he's a pro-life pro -life, uh, individual, but uh, he doesn't want to have any debate about abortion. And, uh, and so what I'm saying, this party, the People's Party, it's a party that represents the population, and yes, in our 
our population. You have pro-life people, you have pro-choice people, and I'm saying that they will come in our party, but as the leader of the party, we don't have anything on abortion. It won't be part of our platform. But what I'm saying also at the same time, it is the right of the uh, elected member of parliament to table a bill on any subject. It is the right of a member of, of, a member of parliament to table a bill on any subject, a private bill. And I'm saying, you know, maybe one of our members would be elected and uh, will, will want to uh, reopen the abortion and table a bill on that. And what I'm saying, you know, that will be the right of that person. I won't interfere as the leader of the party, uh, but it will be a free vote if that happens. But it is not the priority of our party, and we won't have anything on our platform. But I'm saying to Canadians, maybe if you elect a, a member, a People's Party candidate that is pro-life, uh, maybe that person will want to table a bill on abortion, and that will be her or his bill, and they will be responsible of that, and uh, we'll have a debate, and we'll have a vote that will be a free vote. So, uh, but uh, I won't uh, have anything on the platform uh, on abortion, but I'm very honest with the population. Yes, maybe that debate can be reopened in Canada. Uh, I'm not saying like Andrew Scheer, you know, he's a pro-life, and he doesn't want the debate to be reopened, or Justin Trudeau is a pro-choice, and he doesn't want the, the, the debate to be reopened. That can be reopened. Uh, that will come from uh, private member be, uh, bills, and we'll see what will happen. And uh, so that's our position on abortion. Uh, um, uh, it's, if we have a bill in from the House, it will come from a, a member of parliament that will be a private member bill, and uh, we'll have a free vote on that. Maxime, I really appreciate your time. Tell me a little bit about your screening process. And as I'm not your typical voter, I'm almost at like a 10-time green, formerly very left. I still so, uh, hold some very social uh, views. Uh, I've swung right. I'm 50 years old now, and I'm not the 24-year-old I was when I ran in 93 in Niagara Centre as a Green Party candidate. And so my views have, I think I've been more educated and, and, cre- and a little bit more wise, and I've changed my views on a bunch of things. And number one for me is free speech. Uh, I, I, I really despise the curtailing of it on the social media platforms and the universities, the idea that we can't criticize certain religions. Uh, talk to me about, I know this is a major plank of your platform, what can be done about what's been done already to curtail free speech and what can be done moving forward to make sure that it is something that we maintain? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's very important, free speech in our country. Uh, it's uh, it's based on, a, on, on our uh, constitution, uh, based in a charter of right, and uh, we must not restrain that. Uh, so that's why also I said at the same time, so for me, uh, politi- there's no, uh, no subject that uh, cannot be discussed. There's no taboo subject in this country. And yes, I'm, uh, I'm, discussing, I'm having a discussion with Canadian about what is as important, like health care and all the reform that need to be done. Uh, so, and I said also for me, uh, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't believe in political correctness, and I think that the concept went too far, and we must uh, allow people to speak about what they believe. And so, yes, a People's Party government will promote uh, free speech, and if there's legislation in this country at the federal level that. Um, 
uh, are not promoting free speech, uh, they would be repealed. Uh, I know that the federal government is giving money to universities, and I think one condition, if they want to receive grants from the federal government, they must have a policy on free speech, and that would be part of our platform. And I think that's too important in this country. We need to have debates. We need to have debates on any subject. And that's why, you know, I'm in politics, to do these debates. I'm not like the traditional politician that, you know, if they have, I think, 40 or 45 percent of support on one idea, they will speak about that. For me, if I have only 10 percent support of one idea and I know that it's the best idea for this country, I will speak about it and I will I will try to convince more people. That's what I like in politics. The best example is the cartel of supply management, the cartel for dairy, poultry and milk. Canadians are paying twice the price for these products. It is unfair. We need to abolish that. But I'm the only politician to speak about it. And when I started that, maybe only 6% of the population uh, was on, on, on our side. But now people understand. The more I speak about it, the more support, support we have. And actually, uh, on the executive of some of our writing association, I, I have with us former NDP uh, who voted NDP uh, the last uh, five elections. And, and that person told me, Maxime, I'm with you because you want to abolish the cartel of supply management, and that will help hard-working families. They will save $800 a year. Uh, you don't want to work for the special interest group for this cartel. There are 19,000 producers under supply management in this country, and all the other leaders of the political party, the Liberal, the Conservative, the NDP, the Green, the, uh, the, uh, the Bloc Québécois, they are all on the side of the cartel and not on the side of 36 million Canadians. So that's a wrong policy. We must abolish that. And and so that's that's important. So I'm telling you that we have the right ideas based on individual freedom and personal responsibility. That was the, 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 the ideas of the Western civilization, the basis of the Western civilization and, and, and our Canadian values. So we must fight for that. And I'm not like the other politicians. So if it's not popular today, the more you speak about it, the, the, the most popular it will become. So that's why I like what I'm doing. And, you know, that's, uh, that would be important for us to be out there and speak about what we believe. So, yes, we can have people who voted NDP. And I have some who are coming with us. We can have people who voted for the Liberals uh, under Jean Chrétien and Paul Martin, who uh, wanted at that time a balanced budget and lower taxes. They don't recognize themselves in the Liberal, Liberal Party of Canada right now. It's a, it's a socialist party right now with a huge okay. deficit, high taxes. So we need to change that. We can attract people from different uh, backgrounds that like our principal policies, and I'm very proud of that. So suddenly socialism is not a dirty word like it used to be, it's especially in the States. We're seeing it, you know, put together with the word Democrat, social Democrat, and it's just uh, I, I'm baffled by it. But I, I agree with you there. Uh, what type of uh, screening process? I, I know you haven't got many candidates in place yet, and that's fair enough. Are you going to have any type of vetting or screening process as far as local yeah. candidates go? 
Yes, so, so we can attract people from different backgrounds, and that's what we want. But also for our candidate, our candidate must represent uh, uh, their their communities. And the way to be sure, so we'll ask them to sign a pledge that they agree with the philosophy and the principles of our party. That's important. And yes, also they will have to answer uh, full questionnaires. And uh, at the same time, we'll do a background check on them. Uh, they will have to approve that we can do a background check and they will so we're the only uh, party who's going to do background check on every uh, candidate that's important because we're building a new party we're building a new culture in our party so yes we want to be sure to have the right people with us that are coming with us for the for the right reason because they, they, they want to fight with us uh, uh, and promote our ideas and and doing that fight uh, uh, that need to be done so, yes, we'll do that. And the goal is to have almost all our candidates before the end of May. We, uh, we need to work on that. And, uh, and uh, that, that, that's important for us. I think we'll be able to have all our candidates before the end of May because, actually, uh, the real campaign will start in August. But uh, the, the, the pre-campaign, if I can say, uh, if I can if I can call that like that, will start the 1st of July. Uh, we, uh, we want uh, to have our candidates ready to campaign during the summer and, our, uh, and also uh, in, in this fall. So, yes, uh, answering your question, we'll do a background check on every candidate. Uh, for the disillusioned like myself, uh, resigned and cynical, I know there's been an argument, there's always an argument that you may split the, right, uh, the vote on the right. Uh, tell me, inspire me why we should vote for you or consider running for you as a candidate. What can, what, what can we expo, uh, expect to possibly accomplish with the PPC? But first of all, uh, the, 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 the splitting the vote, you know, uh, there's no uh, free market uh, free market party in this country. Uh, individual freedom and personal responsibility, a party that will fight for that. Uh, the conservative under Andrew Scheer uh, changes. And Andrew said that. He said that last December. Uh, he did an interview with the Toronto Sun, and he said now the Conservative Party of Canada, it's a pragmatic, centrist uh, party with lots of ideas uh, for uh, lots of people. So what that is uh, telling me, uh, this is uh, telling me that uh, this is a party with no principle, no vision for the future of our country, a party that wants to please everybody and do everything to please everybody. And we know that we cannot please everybody. If you try to please everybody, you end up pleasing no one. So so it's a party that is uh, pandering to every special interest group like the Liberals and try to please everybody. And he said it's a centrist and pragmatic party. So there's no party... Uh, who's going to fight for individual freedom and personal responsibility based on principle. So we are the only one. And I'm saying to these people, so you cannot split the right because there's no right right now. Mm. So we're the only party representing the right. So that being said, uh, I'm saying to people, you know, the most important is to vote for what you believe. Uh, don't vote against something. Vote for something. Vote for your values. Vote for what you believe. And, and, uh, and that 
you can make a difference, and that will be, uh, you know, that will be uh, very important for us. We'll uh, speak to Canadians and we'll ask them, you know, vote for what you believe, and you'll see what will happen. We can uh, be a, a movement that will uh, bring uh, a lot of changes in this country, uh, and uh, I hope people will do that. Uh, if they want to get rid of Justin Trudeau, actually, right now, they don't need any political party to get rid of Justin Trudeau. He's doing that himself right now. <laughs> so so he, he won't be there. I don't know who's going to replace him. It can be a minority government. It can be a, a, P, a PPC minority government, a conservative minority government. I don't know what will happen. But Justin Trudeau doesn't need help to, um, to, to, uh, to destroy him. To destroy. He's destroying himself right now with the, the scandal in Ottawa. Uh, and it's another example of the, the pandering to special interest group like the conservative, they, they put in the budget a special clause that we call the SNC-Lavalin clause to be sure to have a special deal with a corporation. I'm the only leader of a political party in Ottawa who said, and I'm saying that again, that, you know, no privilege, no special deal to SNC-Lavalin. And uh, Andrew doesn't say that he, because he wants to please uh, Quebec and he wants to have uh, votes in Quebec. And for him, a couple of uh, thousand jobs in Quebec, it is more important uh, than respecting the law. You know, no corporation for us is above the law. Uh, there's no special deal. Uh, and so that's why we won't do that. And actually, we will repeal that clause in the budget that gave uh, to the federal government the possibility to have a deal with a corporation, a corrupt corporation. So uh, we're very different than the other party. That's why I call the liberals and the conservatives the Libcons party. They're the same on that scandal. Yes, I want to know a little bit more about it, but the cause of that scandal, it's the, the crony capitalism, cronyism, the relationship with politicians and, and, and a special interest group and politicians with powerful lobbyists. So they, they, they're giving subsidies or, or privilege, and in that case, it's a big privilege that the government wanted to give to SNC-Lavalin. I'm against that, and I'm against cronyism and crony capitalism. So that's a huge difference between us and the liberals. So if you want a big change, people can vote for us, and they will have a, a principal uh, alternative to uh, that corrupt uh, government. Maxime, I appreciate your time. Um, uh, just in the, the conversation, the leadership, man, are we lacking leadership? We're lacking it in opposition, in, in power, in government, and that's one fresh breath of air I see in Maxime Bernier is uh, somebody that will stand on principle. So I, I hope that uh, you're able to, to break the barrier there, the glass ceiling of, of a new party in power. Uh, speak to me a little bit. I'm watching Jerry Butts right now talking about jobs, 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 like it's okay. You know, and this is something frustrating. I think at every level of government and every party, you see cronyism and nepotism and uh, subsidies uh, for your for your friends that got you elected. What's your take on the, the energy file, uh, specifically subsidies for any type of uh, energy and uh, the full life cycle? I think you had some I think you've written on this as far as a full life cycle cost of uh, uh, of all energies and including that at the pump. Yeah, but first of all, I think you're right. Uh, it is not the role of the government to give uh, subsidies in, in any uh, any business or any industry. We must lower taxes for every uh, corporation. So that's why in our platform we have a 10% flat, flat tax rate for businesses. 
We can do that by abolishing corporate welfare. We'll save five billion dollars there. We'll be able to use that money and to lower corporate taxes, and also abolishing the capital gains tax in this country. So that's important. But if you want to uh, uh, to help a specific industry uh, uh, energy, uh, in the energy uh, sector or another uh, sector, uh, we won't be there. We'll, we'll help every industry by having a fair policy uh, with a flat tax rate. But uh, we can help uh, the, the energy industry by being sure that in this country we'll be able to build pipelines. And, and we are not right now. And it is not normal. So I'm, uh, what, I, what is our position on that? It's very clear. I'm the only leader who's uh, able want to say that and have the courage to say it. We must approve pipelines at the federal level. If a province like Quebec or BC, if at the provincial level and the politicians at the provincial level, they're against pipeline, uh, at the end, it is not their decision. We can use the Constitution. We can use the Section 9210 in the Constitution and being sure to build pipeline pipelines and approve that at the federal level. But uh, Andrew Scheer uh, does not have the courage to use that uh, section in the Constitution, 9210. We need to do that after consultation, yes. But, you know, we use that section more than 300 times since the Confederation. So to build a strong infrastructure like that all across the country. So uh, that's our position, and it's a strong one. So you can be sure that under a PPC's government, government you'll be able to uh, have pipeline in this country. And, and, and it is my goal to convince Canadians that it is safer to transport oil and gas by pipelines than by trains. Everybody knows that, you know. We had a huge tragedy seven years ago in Quebec at Lac Negantic when they transported, uh, transported gas and, and uh, oil by, by train. So uh, it's safer for the population, it's safer for the environment. We're in 2019 and we can build pipeline, the industry can build pipeline that will be uh, safe for uh, environment the environment and the population. So that's why we must be able to build one. And if we have a special interest group or a special uh, or a province that is against that, uh, we must go ahead and use the constitution to be sure that uh, we'll have pipelines in this country. That would be good for the prosperity of this country, not only Alberta or Western Canada, but also Eastern Canada, uh, Montreal, and also uh, New Brunswick uh, will benefit from that. So I'm the only leader... Was, uh, was able to say we need to impose a pipeline if after consultation we don't have uh, the agreement of everybody and, and use the constitution to do it. I appreciate the I'm the only leader statement. I think the more you can say that, the more you can distance yourself from the traditional politics. Have you ever considered ammonia as fuel, as a carrier of nitrogen? But that can be. I didn't have anything about that. Uh, if you have any uh, documentation on that, I can read about it. Yeah. But uh, it can be. Uh, we, do, we don't have any uh, prop- uh, defined proposal on it. But I'm uh, I'm open to uh, to look at it for sure. Awesome. I will connect you with the people that have the best knowledge on that. And I want to respect your time. I could keep you all hour, but I know. Are you going to make a statement on uh, Gerald Butts? statement he's before the justice committee right now i'm watching him on cbc and i appreciate your thoughts on the cbc the cbc has become less and less objective in my opinion and uh man even between ctv and cbc it's a huge uh, uh contrast between even what they put on the screen when you're watching live news it seems the cbc is uh, tainted a little bit left but uh um 
Yeah, I appreciate uh, your thoughts on that, and I don't want to keep you too much longer. Maybe just let you uh, uh, have a closing statement on the way out. I know you've got a busy day. Yeah, but first of all, thank you for uh, giving me that opportunity. But about CBC, actually, yes, uh, I'm the only leader who has a proposal. Like I said, you know, we need to, uh, there's a $1.3 billion that the government is giving to CBC. We need to cut that. We need to have a CBC that will uh, raise money from their viewers, like PBS in the state. It's a big reform that we must do. Uh, and and about um, the testimony of Gerald Butts right now, uh, you know, uh, all the liberals are saying that they, they did that to protect 9,000 jobs in Quebec. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's not the role of the government to protect jobs. Uh, if the Liberal government are very serious and they want to help the, uh, this country to have more jobs, they can allow pipelines to be built. Uh, they can kill the uh, job killing uh, regulation. They can abolish some regulation. Uh, they can look at all their, their costly programs that they have at the federal level. Uh, if they care about job, uh, why they, they increase uh, uh, the taxes in this country? So when they're saying that they, they wanted to give a privilege to SNC-Lavalin because they wanted to protect uh, jobs, you know, it's not the role of the government to protect jobs. The role of the government is, is, is to create the right environment for the private sector to grow. And that's why the first budget of the People's Party will be a budget that will unleash the private, unleash the private sector. So, so when they're saying, oh, we, want, we wanted to do all that to protect jobs, you know, that's not the role of the government. And if they're serious about jobs, Jobs, why not approving pipelines? That will create jobs. So, you know, it's um, it's another example that, you know, they, they wanted to please a corporation and they think that doing that they will have votes in Quebec. But I can tell you, I'm saying the same thing in French in Quebec and people understand that because, you know, <laughs> the small business entrepreneur in Quebec City won't have the money to pay a, a lobbyist and to lobby the federal government and having a subsidies or a privilege. They don't like that. And business people and entrepreneurs are proud people. They don't want to have any privilege. They just want to let, let, they just want to do what they, they need, they need, they're doing as a business people without any interference from the federal government. So that's a strong position from, for us. And I think, you know, people will understand that. It's all based on cronyism and crony capitalism, and we must fight that. And uh, we are the only party who will do it. I appreciate that you giving me the time to speak about our platform, and I'll be very pleased uh, next time to, uh, to be on your show. Uh, yeah, next time you come to Niagara, I'd love to have you in studio. That'd be awesome. Maxime Bernier, thank you very much for making the time. Uh, I wish you all the luck, man. Uh, it's it's hard to find a person of uh, uh, principle, somebody that will stand up for what they think is right. And although I did kind of call you out a couple times, I'm sure you didn't notice, on Twitter and stuff like that, I know there's many people that wish you had a stayed. Hey, I'm far from a conservative guy, but I, I believe in strong opposition. It, it keeps leadership in check. And I know there's many that, you know, wish you had a stayed and bided your time to throw Andrew Shear out there because he's he's horrible. I mean, I, he just, he's providing no leadership at all. So I really, I hope that you make some gains here in the next election. And uh, are you, I, I haven't uh, seen, are you calling for an independent criminal investigation? And do you believe uh, from what you've seen so far in the testimony that there was actual criminal uh, intent or, or actions by the government? Well, you know, I don't think so. But what I want, like uh, a lot of Canadians, what I want is uh, going, uh, having um, 
the, the investigation uh, that is going right now, and uh, I hope that uh, Justin Trudeau will uh, go in from the parliamentary committee. Uh, we need to, to know a little bit more. But at the end, at the end, like I said, it's all about cronyism and the liberal and the conservative. You know, Andrew Scheer said uh, concerning that scandal, he said, you know, we like that clause that gave that the possibility for the government to have a special deal with a corporation. Uh, we would have done that, but publicly and not secretly like the, the like the liberal government. So they're the same. And the only one who say we don't need that in our legislative framework. Framework. We didn't have that for the last 151 years, the possibility for the government to have a special deal with a corrupt corporation instead of uh, going ahead with, with the prosecution. So we don't need that. We need to abolish it. And Andrew Scheer is like Justin Trudeau. He, he likes the, the fact that he can use that in the near future, but he will do that publicly. So no special deal with no corporation, no corporations above the law. Uh, and that's, uh, that's, that's the, what I'm, I'm taking from that scandal. It's, it's all the cronyism that is, it is happening in this country. Just quickly on the way out, Maxime Bernier is my guest. Uh, would you support none of the above as an option on the federal ballot? Not as a party, but as an option to vote for none of these turkeys for for those of us that are that resigned and cynical. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I won't do that. But you know, if if um, a person doesn't believe in in uh, the alternative that they have, they they just have to vote for three or one or two candidates, and like that, their vote would be count. But uh, they won't. You don't need all of the above because you can. Uh, you, you can vote. I, I hope that people will vote for the People's Party of Canada and yep. only for one one candidate. But if they're voting for three candidates, their vote will be count, but they will be uh, they, it will be count as a no vote. So if they want to express that, they have the means to do it without having a, a none of the above. Awesome, Maxine. How do people get a hold of you, especially if they want to run in the Niagara region? I'll be watching closely here. <laughs> They can, they can be in touch with the head office. They can go on the People's Party of Canada.ca. They have all the information to contact the head office of the party. And uh, actually, we'll be out there in a couple of days from now with the, the rules and uh, for, uh, for, for our candidates. Uh, so that will come soon. But they can be in touch with us uh, calling the head office of the party. I appreciate your time. Sorry I kept you long, but it's almost impossible to do this in a short period of time. So I appreciate what you're doing out there. It takes a, 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 a unique individual to be in the spotlight. You've been in there a long time uh, holding your father's riding down, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, my dad was an MP under, uh, under um, uh, Brian Maroney. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, I'm... I was working in Montreal. I came back in my riding. It's after all, after Bryn riding near Quebec City, about an hour south by car uh, from Quebec City. And I'm very proud to be the MP from Bose uh, since 2006. All right, sir. I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. I know you're busy. Are you making a statement today on uh, SNC Lavalin? But it's the same statement, yeah. I will, <laughs> okay. uh, I will tweet about it. it. It's all about cronyism, and I will speak more about it today. Yes, you're right. Okay, sir. Thank you very much, and uh, enjoy your day. I appreciate the time. Thanks very much. Thank you for the opportunity. Have a nice day. Okay, thank you, Maxine. Cheers. Bye. Wow, that was pretty cool. Maxine Bernier, leader of the People's Party of Canada. They don't have uh, many nominated candidates uh, anywhere in Canada. At the moment, uh, as you can expect with a new party, but uh, 
I appreciate Maxime's time. He's got some great takes. I love it when he says, I'm the only leader that. I think I got most of the questions out that I wanted to get out. So I appreciate it. Thank you, Maxine. And uh, Maxime and the uh, head office is really good about getting them on the air. So uh, it, it's easy to get these guys on the air when they're, when they're, when they're just starting out. I had uh, Stephen Harper back in the day uh, when he was forming the new uh, conservative party. Um, and, and after he became prime minister, he... Uh, wouldn't acknowledge that I was alive. Anyway, we're going to get this chopped up and get it loaded up to the YouTube channel. Uh, Facebook, yeah, you get a little... And with my limited resources, this seems to be the best way that I can get content to you and uh, use it on multiple platforms. So you can catch us on Instagram, Twitter. You give us a sub on uh, on the YouTube channel and uh, we'll check you on the rebound. Maybe we'll come back later with some thoughts on, on Bernier's positions. So... Check ya. Peace. This is where normally you would have the have the engineer like click the button, but we don't have an engineer. I need an engineer. Thank you, everyone. Bye bye.